good morning and many thanks to God for another lovely day. Well, not just another lovely day, but another beautiful month. The month of August. Happy new month, everyone. Happy, happy new month. Well, it's another educative episode on Law Farm. And I hope today's episode leaves you with not just an answer, but a motivation to assail the scourge of corruption in Nigeria. I am still your promising host in Egwene's A Perfect Light. Thanks for joining us today and stay tuned. Let's begin. Let's proceed. Let us feast. Let us learn. Thanks for joining us. Okay, so tonight we'll be looking at a very controversial topic the intranet of nigeria's corruption but first we'll define corruption right yeah well simply put it is the abuse of an official position for selfish reasons or personal gain it is an act done with an intent to give some advantage inconsistent with official duty and right of others fact Nigeria is the 146th least corrupt nation out of 180 countries in the world, according to 2019 Corruption Perception Index reported by Transparency International. And out of the top 30 corrupt nations in Africa, Nigeria is 18th. The prevalence of corruption has eaten deep into our moral values in this country. No one gives regard to ethics or the need for integrity, especially in the political society. Everything is pervasive and perverted. There is no compliance with the arm's length principle aimed at deriving some advantage for oneself or for related individuals. The arm's length principle requires that personal or other relationships should play no part in the economic decisions that involve more than one party. Well, in Nigeria, it's who you know that matters. (laughs) Funny, but not funny. Okay, there are various forms of corruption in Nigeria. Or, generally, there are various forms of corruption. The first I have here is bribery. And I don't think bribery needs to be defined. In the social environment of virtually all sectors of the state, including the educational sector whatsoever, Bribery is the business of the day, nothing new. Another form of corruption is giving undue advantage to public officials in order to refrain them from properly exercising their functions. The third I have here is the use of influence. Now I'd like to point out this political godfatherism thing. It's a very good example. The use of improper influence to affect specific sectors intimidating the weak or non-influential by posing a great deal aimed for personal advantage. Now, this also goes in form of nepotism and cronyism that's offering help to relatives and friends at the expense of qualified individuals. They are more concerned about those who can be loyal to them than those who have the ability to really do the job. And I think they do this because of posterity. They want the activities of the nation in the palm of their hands. And for this reason, people offer help to people that can be subject to them. 
Another form of corruption is electoral fraud, the rigging, the vote buying, any form of illegal interference with the processes of an election in favor of an individual in a private public political sector. This gives room for parochialism, that's engaging in projects contrary to national interest or importance. Manifestos are more of ways to gain people's interest. The first four years, they used to um, work a little that do a few of the points in their manifestos and by the time they are re-elected, they do absolutely nothing. They see it as a time to reap the fruit of their labor and that's that's affecting the country another i have here is unholy alliance that's forming a group targeting a particular fund or seeking means to be of help to one another by trading money for favorable treatments or money for power power for money favor for power basically give and take there's also kickback this is when an official receives his share of misappropriated funds allocated from his or organization or workplace now the economic judicial political educational public and private sectors are corrupted and this is because of corrupt individuals but why exactly do we indulge in corrupt practices in nigeria let's take a look at the reasons for corruption in nigeria stay tuned practices number one poverty poverty the inability of individuals to make do with natural endowments and resources that's my definition actually now corruption is the misuse of these endowments resources and power for the selfish or personal gain of a few number two unemployment the incapacity of the government to make use of its natural endowments in relation to its resources and available human capital. Number three, lack of values. In Nigeria, we have traded our values for money. It's more about making money than how you made the money. And this is one of the reasons why the country is corrupt. Number four is greed. People wanting wealth and positions, and the people that even already have these things still want more. They never get tired of it. Also, negligence of leaders to the need of the populace is another reason. Like the leaders don't give the populace enough attention, and for this reason, people indulge in corrupt practices without looking back. Workers also are underpaid. They find it hard to take care of their families and as a result, they take part in corrupt practices. Talleyrand, a French statesman and diplomat, said, A married man with a family would do anything for money. How true is that? Now let's go over and look at the effects of corruption. Crippled economic system. Now, there are white elephant projects everywhere in the country and the country is still in serious debt. Embezzlement of funds is the business of the day you hear a new case every day. This amount is missing, this amount is missing and this is in range of 
billions and trillions of dollars they just disappear into thin hair like that and that's not very nice for this reason the economy of this nation has become really really shaky it's not stable at all the cost of living is high and there are many poor people so basically the economic system is crippled also people have lost confidence in the government many nigerian youth have lost confidence and interest in the nation as a whole some people no longer care what's happening in this country it's do let them do what they like and we'll go with the flow and this is not the fault of the populace actually but the fault of individuals in the seat of power who misuse power also another effect of corruption is that the nigerian judiciary is no longer independent it's been influenced by people in the seat of authority of course absolute power corrupts absolutely right it's very sad that the judiciary can no longer be the last hope for the common man in nigeria but what can we do about this let's look at the solution to corruption in nigeria well in my opinion a system is not corrupted until there are individuals who corrupt it judge washington the first american president said a few men have virtue to withstand the highest bidder that's deep really really deep so we need to have strong ethical and moral values corruption is wrong it is wrong and excuses the ethic of good conscience working on yourself being disciplined diligent and skillful in your dealings are for your integrity we should hold them high man does not live by bread alone the only way to correct a corrupt society is correcting corrupt individuals so basically the trick is working on yourself we need to work on ourselves Bob Marley said if something can corrupt you you're already corrupted let's really think about this so over to laws and agencies against corruption in Nigeria stay tuned agencies against corruption in Nigeria. The first I have here, Independent Corrupt Practices and Other Related Offenses Commission, ICPC Act 2000, Section 6, states the following duties. 1. To receive and investigate complaints from members of the public on allegations of corrupt practices and inappropriate cases. 2. To examine the practices, systems, and procedures of public bodies and where such systems aid corruption to direct and supervise the review. 3. To instruct, advise, and assist any officer, agent, or parastatal on ways by which fraud or corruption may be eliminated or minimized by them. That's to mention but a few concerning the ICPC. Over to the Economic and Financial Crimes Commission EFCC Act of 2004, 
It gives the power to investigate and prosecute economic and financial crimes. Also, we have the Nigerian Ombudsman, that's the Public Complaints Commission, has the validation in Section 315, Subsection 5 of the 1999 Constitution of the Federal Republic of Nigeria. It has the sole mandate of addressing administrative injustice in the three tiers of government. So these are the few I have here with me. So you can get a copy of these authorities to find out or learn more about what they say. And it's a wrap on today's episode. Uh, thank God for the grace to finish another beautiful episode. Alright, so many, 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 many thanks to you for tuning in and always listening to our podcast here on Law Farm and some Muslim brothers and sisters. Happy Salah celebration, compliments of the season and many thanks also to my fellow and senior colleagues of Ambrose Ali University at those states to friends and family for your support really really thankful all right so you like what has been going on here on law farm you've been enjoying all our episodes and learning a lot we'd love to hear from you and also for sponsorship, you can call 090-6685-7039. So, thanks a lot for tuning in today. Many thanks. Love you. Peace.